and welcome to another interesting episode of Through My Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Kadim, and on this week's episode, we have an interesting guest, and we're going to talk about money matters. So I will let my guest introduce himself. Hi. Hi, hi everyone. Um, my name is Sam Githu. Um, I work with ICA Lion Asset Management, and we are fund managers. We manage money for different investors. Um, and here we are going to talk to you about uh, how you can invest your money in the financial markets and a really, really easy and um, flexible path that you can take to ensure that um, your money is invested, your money works for you, your money grows. Yeah. So probably if you are keen about money matters, you have seen the mostly digitrust adverts. Yes. Those are so, they're really creative. I like them most of them. Yeah. And... Most of you also have been asking what money market funds are and all of that. So, fun fact, there's a difference between unit trust funds and money market funds. So actually, money market funds are under unit trust funds. Yes. That's the little knowledge, little or much knowledge I have about these things. And that's why we have you. And yeah. Thank you so much for accepting to do this with me. So tell question. us, what are unit trust funds? Great. Um, yes, maybe perhaps I would want to start with the misconception because I have interacted with a number of people uh-huh. who seem to know a bit about money market funds and unit trust funds. And um, for most, I would say probably 8 out of 10, um, uh, think that the unit trust fund and the money market fund are two separate um, investment vehicles. Mm-hmm. But apparently... They are not. Um, a unit trust fund is a collective investment scheme where different investors pool their resources together through a fund manager and then the fund manager takes the money, goes into the financial markets and uh, invests it. Uh, invest that, that money and, and distributes the returns to the various investors. Mm-hmm. Now, to be able to do that, what the fund manager has done has um, and to take care of different in, um, investors because of all investors are different. Um, they want different things. Um, so what the fund manager has done is to come up with structured funds um, to suit different kinds of investors. And that's where now, like in ICLI and asset management, mm-hmm. we have four different funds. Yeah. And one of the funds is a money market fund. Yeah. Another fund is an equity, equity, uh, the, the equity fund. Another one is a growth fund. Other companies call it a balanced fund. Oh. And then there is also a bond fund. Yeah. So all those four, money market fund, equity fund, growth fund, and bond fund, those four form the unit, unit trust, trust funds. funds. Yes. Okay. And what exactly is the major difference? Is it what, what differentiates the four? Yeah. Like I said, um, we are looking to take care of different investors. Yeah. Um, of course, when you're looking and, and perhaps right now we could um, identify the different investors. I'll take, for example, yourself and myself. Mm-hmm. You probably would want to invest money for for something you want to do in five years. Well, for me, I want to invest some money that I um, uh, I want to use that money in the next six months. Okay. Of course, when you look at it, um, it uh, we, we you have different needs. Both of us have different needs. Mm-hmm. So it's more likely that we are not going to end up in the same fund. You being a long term, uh, a bit more long term uh, kind of an investor, you may go for a, a bit more long term. Uh, kind of a fund and for me that fund will not work for me because I want to get my money out in six months okay uh-huh. so I may go for a bit of a short-term fund which would be a money market fund other things that we consider 
uh, would be your risk profile. Mm-hmm. We may want to look into um, how risk tolerant are you. If you invested in, um, if you let's say you are um, risk averse, yeah. you're too scared or you can't sleep at night when you that, <laughs> um, you you you're gonna have uh, your, your money has lost value. Uh, the, the last time I, I put 20k in a bank, I put up for every day to make sure the bank is still there. Uh, so those oh. are the people who are really risk averse. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Very risk averse, and, and there's a way of uh, knowing who you know the level of risk you can be yeah. able to tolerate, mm-hmm. and that is really important in um, choosing which particular fund would work for you. Yeah. Of course, uh, when most people hear the word risk, and, and like I will ask you, when you hear the word risk, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? Losing your capital, your so it's loss. Principle. Yes, so the first thing that comes to your mind mm-hmm. is loss. Yeah. Now, if that is the first thing that comes <laughs> to your mind, then that means you're very risk averse. Yeah, sure. But you realize that some people when they hear the word risk, the first thing that comes into their mind is thrill, is opportunity. Yeah. Do you blind? Yes, I, I am. I am a jun- adrenaline junkie. Then say. okay, when it perhaps when it comes to outdoor activities, mm-hmm. you're willing to take a risk. Yeah. But when it comes to money, hey. money matters. You realize that um, you you you'd rather. You don't go. You want to hold on to. Yes. Unless you're sure, sure, sure. You get the money. Yes. Answer. You you perhaps would have fallen in the category of those guys who keep money yeah, under the mattress. No, thank you. <laughs> Just so that every morning before you sleep or before you, you and when you wake up, you confirm that it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, risk is something we also look at to be mm-hmm. able to guide a particular investor yeah. to the right kind of a fund. Um, the other thing that we also we we've talked about time horizon. We've talked about objective. Really, what's your objective? What do you yeah. want to do with your money? Mm-hmm. Um, why are you investing? Those are the questions that you want to ask yourself and getting those answers will help us um, be able to tell which particular fund is ideal. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you want to look at is your liquidity um, needs. How often do you want to keep withdrawing? Oh, How yeah. soon will you want to withdraw the money? Yeah. Then that also will guide us in picking out which one. But to just answer your question, what is the difference between all of them is the underlying assets. When you look at like a money market fund, mm-hmm. just from the name money market, it invests in money market instruments. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to the instruments. Um, and when we talk about money market instruments, the interest bearing short term interest bearing assets. Mm-hmm. This would be like uh, bank deposits. You know, you go to a bank and get a fixed deposit um, for a particular term, maybe one month, three months, six months, one year, yeah. something like that. Um, you also have a, um, something like a treasury bill. Of oh, the yes, government, yeah. yes. So in with treasury bills, we have um, three types. One is a ninety-day T bill. Another one is a one eighty-two day T bill, and the other one is one year. Yeah. Um, so you can, as you can see, those are short term. Other things would uh, qualify for that would be like um, um, short term bond. You know, even the corporate bonds um, and the statutory bonds. Some of them are really, really short. Uh, others were long perhaps they were five it was a five-year bond it has already lived its four years it's remaining one year to go it's remaining one and a half years to go that can also be considered as a short-term bond even the one that was a 20-year bond perhaps today it has just started its 19th year (laughs) so it's only remaining one year to maturity it's still something that can actually be available in the market and that particular bond can be considered as a short-term bond um there are other things like commercial papers. Mm-hmm. Those ones are also short term. And in money market fund, you find that we will buy assets that would mature within a year. 
or thereabout, or a couple of months to a year. Then, let us look to the extreme opposite. When we move away from short term, we'll go to long term. Now, for long term, we'd actually go for equity fund. Now, equity fund, even just from the name, equity, it means uh, shares, we invest in shares. So predominantly, that particular fund buys into shares. Mm -hmm. And so shares, the best way to invest in shares is to have a long-term projection. So you, you, with that particular fund, will be ideal for long-term investors. The other thing is that you also know what the risk, um, the the risk that uh, would be in in stocks. We have seen stocks, stock prices go up, go down, and um, that would really be a factor to consider when you are exposing your funds within um, the equities market or the stock market. And then we have what falls in between, medium term. Or when we talk about the bond fund, or when when we talk about the bond fund, it's predominantly buying bonds. And bonds, we consider bonds to be um, mid to long. They deal for investors who are from mid to long. Also, when it comes to the risk profile, we are saying they are moderate. They are not very low, but they are also not very high. They are somewhere in between. Then we have a mix of everything. This is the the balance. balance You get a number of uh, investors um, uh, who don't want to have the money is exposed to pretty much everything there is in the financial markets. So what we have done, we have come up with a fund, with a fund that um, allows your money to be exposed to a bit more of the assets in the market. You realize because it has bonds, it has stocks, then there is a risk element, then it has the money markets, then that risk is also cushioned by the money markets. So when we come to uh, the risk levels in that particular fund, it's also moderate. When it comes to time horizon, is also ideal for mid, mid to long. Okay. Um, but for those short-term investors, they would want to stick in the money market fund, because the money market fund invests in interest-bearing assets. We all know how interest-bearing assets operate. You put money today, it starts earning interest. So every day that passes, it counts. So let's take an example of uh, fixed deposit. Mm-hmm. Uh, ac- uh, account at any commercial bank. If you put the money today and you stay for one month, it will have accrued interest for that one month. Yeah. If you take one for three months, it will accrue interest for those three months. If you take for one year, it will accrue interest for that one year. So it means that every day that that money is invested in that particular instrument, you're earning something. So today you have 10,000 shillings. Mm-hmm. Of course, tomorrow you don't have 10,000 shillings. You have more than 10,000 shillings. Now, that is money market fund. And for anyone who is very risk averse, that is the kind of story they want to hear. Obviously. Now, let us look at into a share. You could buy a share today for 15 shillings. A month later, it is 20 shillings. You're extremely happy. Yeah. But at the same time, a month later, it could be 13 shillings. Meaning that if you sold it, you'll actually make a loss of 2 shillings. Yes. So okay. that is um, really what happens within the unit trust funds. We, any particular investor will pick a fund that really speaks to them. And uh, in that fund, um, you realize that what will be the underlying asset is what is going to drive 
the results that the investor is looking for. Okay. Now let me ask you a question. I usually ask my guests this question. Yeah. You have seen what Elon Musk is doing. Yes. The Dogecoin, mm-hmm. there was this other company, what is it? Tesla? Tesla, yeah. No, not Tesla. There's this company that he tweeted about and all of a sudden the stock prices went high. Do you think that's a good thing for the market? Well, depending on um, who is doing the who's speaking. So it's and a nice one speaking, to do that. Are they speaking from um, emotional part or a factual part? Mm-hmm. Of course it is wrong because he may have been speaking from a very emotional part. It looks part, like he does or somebody knowing his position and when he speaks everybody jumps. Somebody may have used him there or may have entered into a deal really? um, to to, to get him to talk. Okay, promote my business then I'll take yes. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. You have seen even when it comes to even sport events. Yeah. Certain people only show up to a particular event. Maybe it's a, it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. They really don't run. But because during the, in the advertisement and the, yeah. the marketing, it is said that so-and-so is we'll going be to there. be participating, yeah. um, they'll come. Many people will participate. It will get the kind of audience that um, the promoters were looking for. Yeah. Same case applies even in the entertainment industry. Yeah, true. You you have a gig running, and you you, you mention in the in, in your marketing material that so and so will be performing. That so and so may just show up, get to the stand, say hello to guys, well, and take you. off. Yeah. In other events, they don't even show up. But guess what? People already bought the tickets. They're already there, and. Um, the, the, the whole event is so um, um, exciting and yeah. so fired up. Mm-hmm. People don't even remember. Even if they see their their main, um, you may find that the, the guy who was um, the main guy in the in the marketing material only performed one song <laughs> and left the stage, yeah. saying, "Let me give opportunities to other guys." Yeah. But at the end of the gig, you realize this guy only sang one song. Yeah. But you spend the whole evening here listening to others. Okay. But so what it, made you come? It was, it was yeah. a point where you like you, you think it's just fine. I feel like he's manipulating the market and it's not fine. Well, the thing is, at this point I really can't tell you. Mm-hmm. And like I said, was it factual? Was it emotional? <sighs> we, if it was emotional, he could still stand by it and say, I, I trust my dad feeling. <laughs> the fire have come. I it's these same emotions that have driven me. It's my drive. Okay. So there's a very thin line between uh, really knowing if indeed um, that was wrong, was it ethical, but it is something that can be argued if we decide to argue it from an ethical perspective, mm-hmm. we will end up in both sides. Okay. Some weight is going to be it's ethical, another weight is going to be very unethical. Oh, that's true. If we poke holes into it, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, thank you. So another thing I wanted to ask, so now, once people have made deposits, yes, what what happens? Are they guaranteed of their deposit plus interest? Let's start with the equity fund, which is the high risk investment, right? Yes. So now, probably you've invested. I know it's usually a minimum of fifty thousand. No. Probably. No. For yeah. ICA. Five hundred shillings. Equity yes, fund. at one point, I know. I know where you 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 got that information, and um, you may have. 
you may have picked it from a, a bit older uh-huh. uh, kind of write up. Yeah. Yes, at one point it was not even just 50, it was 150. Oh, wow. It went down to 100, then it went down to 50, then it went down to 10, then it went down to 5. So you're telling me and currently that now we are at you can invest in an equity fund. Any of the unit trust funds. Any from as little money as Money market fund as little as 500 shillings. Guys, why are you sleeping on that money? Why are you buying chicken instead of investing? <laughs> Well, of course, well, if you're hungry, you'll have a, a, a yeah. bag of chicken. But, okay, uh, yes, but there's always going to be money that is left um, um, in your pocket, in your impressa, or in your in your. But you know, wallet, it's, it's a worth account. it. Like it, I feel like it's something worth doing, worth trying out. Yes. yes. So, like I was asking, me, uh, I'm a risk. I'm so risk averse. Yes. Really. Mm-hmm. So now I'm coming in, and I decide, okay, let's try equity fund. Mm-hmm. And I start investing with my maybe 10 Gs. Am I assured at the end of it, whether the market goes the way it goes, will I get back my 10 First, I'll go with what you have just said. You're mm-hmm. very risk averse. Yeah. I would not let you. I would really recommend that you stay away from an equity fund. And but I'll tell you why. To try. Maybe I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's rephrase your question. Mm-hmm. And when you say, you didn't say, you didn't mention that you're risk averse. So okay. I don't know. Uh-huh. and you've come in and you've said you'd like to try out the equity fund and you're going on to ask matters relating to your capital yeah now equity fund does not guarantee or protect your principal oh okay. i'll be very careful using the word guarantee in any unit trust fund uh-huh. that is a word we i'll tell you we will of course avoid it by all means uh-huh. that is not to say that um you are not picking up the right kind of a fund. Mm-hmm. It may be the right kind of a fund for you, but you need to understand how the fund operates to be able to appreciate and be able to make that decision for yourself that this fund will work for me and not the other. And if I wanted to invest in the equity fund and I have realized and I have understood how it works and that does not um, go with what I am looking for in an investment, what else would really work for me? Now, I'll tell you, remember I mentioned the underlying assets mm-hmm. and I said for equity fund, it invests in the stock market. Yeah. We are not the owners of the stocks. Yeah. As we are fund managers, mm-hmm. buying into the market and managing that fund. So basically you're also investors there. We are also investors there, exactly. So what will happen is that the characteristics of that underlying assets will also be inherent to this particular fund. If we buy uh, some stocks and those stocks, the prices go up, then you expect that even the fund, the prices will also be going up. In the reverse, if we have bought stocks for this particular fund and the stock market is going down, also expect the same reaction to the fund. So, the movement of up and down for stocks, we are not in control. Okay. And for that reason, the fund cannot be in control. For us, the only bit we can be in control of is a choice of, are we buying the Safaricom share? Are we buying KCB? Are we buying KPLC? Um, are we buying this or the other? Yeah, that we have control over. Mm-hmm. But how those particular stocks are going to move, whether they're going to move up or they're going to move down or they're going to stagnate, we have absolutely no control over that. So now does that mean 
what's the minimum recommended time frame for a equity fund probably? Three, uh, around three years. Three years, right? However, I will take you back a little bit so that even as we continue this discussion, mm-hmm. it's good to note that a unit trust fund is open-ended. You can come in and come out at any point. Mm-hmm. However, we recommend for various funds that if you're going to buy into an equity fund, have a long-term projection. That is not to say that you must stay for the three years. Yeah. Even six months later, if you are happy with the results, you can always come and withdraw. So that's where I was headed. Yeah. So probably you started at here. Yeah, maybe you've invested today, yeah? Yes. And two years later, you want to withdraw, right? Yes. Now, what are the... Int- will you use the interests depending on the market at the time or does the fund grow and okay how does it run okay let me take you back a little we are, we are now discussing equity fund yes equity fund invests in the stocks yes stocks don't have interest rates okay they have prices yeah okay yeah so let's say the price for this particular fund we have a unit price which is 100 shillings. So when you came in, you bought at 100 shillings. Mm-hmm. Two years down the line, the price has gone up to 120. You sell the number of units that you hold, you'll sell at 120. Uh-huh. Let's say you had come in with, let's say, 100,000 Kenya shillings and you bought at 100 shillings. How many units do you hold? You hold a thousand units. All right. Come a time when you want to withdraw, and the unit price at that point is 120. Oh, okay. It has appreciated because also the market has also gone up. So you will sell your 1,000 units at 120. So how much money will you get? 120. So once you invest, you get to buy the units, right? And then once you're selling, now withdrawing, you get to sell at the share price at the moment. The the, the, the unit price. Let's use one unit price at that that time. yeah. Which, the example we have used here, Mm -hmm. the markets have improved. Yeah, but if, if it goes down... It now, let's say, two years later, you're looking to sell, and the unit price is at 80. It's so, which means your 1,000 units, you'll sell them at 80 shillings, mm-hmm. which you'll now walk away with 80,000. We'll have made a loss of 20,000. Now, you can see that this fund allows you to experience both sides of the world. But how the question that you asked earlier, asking, and now I will allow you to you to to, to, to carefully slot in that that word guarantee mm-hmm. of your principle. As you have seen in the very in the in the in the both scenarios, there is no guarantee. Clearly. But how do we make sure you don't get to suffer loss? Okay. It is how long you choose you could stay in the fund. Uh-huh. You see. Now, if you allowed yourself to be long-term and you look at a point when maybe two years later you say, maybe now I should get this money out, and you come and realize that in the event that you did get it out, you'll actually make a loss, what you'll do, you'll change your mind and allow yourself to add more time and hope that by the next time you feel like you don't want to get out the funds, now you're looking, you're on the other side, you're not at 80 shillings, you're now maybe at 130 then you'll be able to get out at a profit. What do we do as uh, your fund manager? We would sit down, of course, when we, in, we, we when we get our investors and we sit down with our investors, it's a relationship. It's not a buy and then you go and 
we forget about you yeah, and you forget about us and then come back after three years and you say oh um, I remember in our first conversation you were talking about yeah I should be looking at around three to five years no, it's five. already three years now I'm back mm-hmm. can I get my money we would want that within those three years we have maintained a relationship yeah. because in just two years we may look into the market and see that based on what is happening and where the prices are headed you have already made a considerable return how about you crystallize those gains? But remember, this is just valuation you're seeing. You're sending me a statement that shows that your, your investment is worth 120000 But that is just on paper. Now, if you wanted to really, really pocket that extra 20000 it will take you the action of selling. Now, when it, you see that the, the value of your investment is 80 shillings, 80000 which now you have lost you'd say, you'd actually say that I have lost 20. You have not lost the 20 because remember, you still have the 1,000 units you bought. Yeah. Yes. So the asset that you bought, the, the investment is still there. What has changed is the valuation, the price. So what you'd do, you would not want to sell at that point. Yeah. You want to hold a little longer and when the price changes, you'll be able to sell at a good, at a, at a good price. Mm-hmm. However, there are situations that come in and uh, people... I may be dealing with an emergency and uh, you had put an investment and you are told that uh, this is an open-ended investment, you can come in anytime and pull out your money. If you came in at that point, at that time you're dealing with an emergency. So it's not an issue of have has your fund made money or not made money. It's an issue of how much money can I be able to get out. And at that point, whether you make a profit or a loss, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. So it's the act of selling that will give you or will crystallize either those gains or the losses. Okay, yeah. so another question would be, mm-hmm. uh, do you guys tell your investors where you're investing your money? Say that again, do we tell them yeah. whether where we have, we have whether we have bought Safaricom or yeah, what? Yeah. If you needed that information, we'll give it to you. Okay. All you need to know at this point in time is that if you buy an equity fund or if you buy a money market fund, just say if you buy a money market fund, Okay. Mm-hmm. If you buy a money market fund and um, we buy a deposit from KCB, for example, and we buy a treasury bill mm-hmm. and we buy um, a short-term bond, those is that that is I would say that is in general information. Yeah. Um, you know we will buy deposits. You know we will buy T bills. We know we will buy bonds. We know we will buy commercial paper. Um, so that information is information that is available to all our investors. However, we have very many investors. We would not go out there. We just need you to know what generally we buy. Should you feel that you want the specifics, uh-huh. of course you can come to us and ask what exactly is sitting in this particular um, fund. Uh-huh. I'll give you that information. But guess what? Tomorrow, this could have changed. This portfolio could have changed. We have bought more. We have sold others. Yeah. So, you see, if it keeps on changing on a daily basis, not even a daily basis, it could be this in the morning, but by evening it's something totally different. So, how would we be able to keep on updating each and every uh, particular investor? Well, that might not really work very well. Mm-hmm. There are some investors who have come and they are very keen to want to find out what investments are you making? Where are you buying? And sometimes we would tell them on a very general perspective. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't, of course, always disclose um, everything because, yeah. again, 
how we choose to make those investors investments is what actually is giving us an edge over others. Oh yeah. But what I can tell you, our funds are regulated by Capital Markets Authority. One of the reasons why most investors would want to come and find out where are you investing is just so that to see that the underlying assets are not anything that is illegal or anything that is um, would be thought to be a bit too high risk mm-hmm. uh, and on a personal level somebody may will not want to to have their money exposed to that yeah you know i'm asking because i'm trying to see what makes it different why would i come to ICA and not and not do it on my own and decide oh, i want to buy the bills myself yeah. and to invest in them you know, so. We would not say that going on your own is bad. Mm-hmm. However, you're busy. There's this that you do. There's this activity, whether you're in school or you're working, there is, or you're in business, there is this thing that you do from morning to evening. Yeah. So that occupies most of your time. You may realize that when you're in this particular market, the financial market is very dynamic. Mm-hmm. You want to always understand it. You want to always take out what is doing very well you want to take uh, advantage of the opportunities that are available and that might not be a, might, might not be possible for someone who is extremely busy in a very totally different field mm-hmm. assuming you are a farmer will you be thinking about the rains the animals the crops or will you be thinking about t bills bonds and <laughs> fixed deposits yeah. yes you're making money yes you want to see your money grow but you realize that your mind will be more occupied in the farm mm-hmm. and not in the financial markets yeah. now where do we come in we come in to allow you to continue concentrating with what you do on a daily basis and you leave us to concentrate with the financial because that's where we have our expertise in yeah. we are the professionals in that particular environment so we are able to to take up opportunities that are presenting themselves on a day-in-day basis. There are certain things that are available in the morning, but they're not available in the afternoon. You, if you are busy, you may say, I only wait until when I'm done with work in the evening, that's when I start now putting my mind into and understanding where the market is. Mm-hmm. What you're going to see where the market is, you might be seeing something, but that was not the status in yeah, the morning. Yeah, that's true. But for us, we saw it, it and we took, if it was a good opportunity, we we got it, we, we captured it, yes. Yes. So let me ask another question. Mm-hmm. Now, once you looked at the market, the tables and everything and everything, that's when now you come up with a common pre-unit price for the equity yes. fund. Yes. So ICA it sets their own market pre- unit price. Yeah, we have to set up our own. Um, it's guided by the values of the all the assets we've bought. Uh-huh. So for example, if we have bought into the stock market, the equity fund, mm-hmm. You look at we don't buy every other counter in the stock market yeah we select we know this one we think it's good yeah, the other one for various reasons we, we, yeah. we have we have our team that looks uh, into those particular assets and we have reasons why we make those decisions some reasons may even come in as far as potential for growth in any particular counter, yeah, we are also looking at the risks in that particular company, um, and all those are things that we want to use mm-hmm. to make to arrive at that decision. Which, of course, these are things you wouldn't look at on your own. Yes. Yeah. Then, um, and we really study the prospectors for any particular company. Yeah. When it also comes to choosing, we don't buy deposits from all the banks. We have some banks we buy from, and we have some banks we don't buy from. When it comes to the bonds, we don't buy all the bonds available. When it comes to um, 
other assets, other, other um, instruments. We don't buy everything that the market has, but we make decisions on, we buy this, we leave this. It may be from a risk perspective, mm -hmm. risk return perspective, and it also may be in terms of um, room for growth. Of course, when it comes to things like in a money market fund, you want to take the one that has the highest return, but there could be an, uh, an instrument that has a very high return, but also very high risk. risk yeah. Yes. So we have to balance between risk and return. We don't always go for the highest return. We have to also look into but how risky is it? Okay. The other reasons, the other things that we also consider like exposure, mm -hmm. we don't always put all clients' money in one instrument. Assuming that we had one particular instrument that is safe and has a high return, it would also be very risky for us to take all our clients' money and put and dump it there. Yeah. We also have to distribute uh, into various investments. Um, okay, yeah. so guys, you know, now you know why you should probably use ICA as your fund manager, right? Yeah. So, peace of mind. We are offering you peace of mind, hassle-free. We want yeah. you to focus. For that person who is in school, I remember you told me that one time you put in um, 20,000 at the bank and you kept on passing oh, by there. Not me, it was a meme. <laughs> All right, okay. And uh, But it came from somewhere. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and I believe there's somebody out there That's who is right now as we're speaking, is and probably passing just to check that the bank is still there. <laughs> there's somebody who keeps on going and checking their balance. And, and, you know, That's today true. we, we yeah, go to your phone and check. But the truth is, um, you're not focusing on what you do on a daily basis. Yeah. Picture if you have that um, uh, habit and uh, you're in school and the exams are around the corner. Are you studying to make sure that you, 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 you sail through your exams? Mm -hmm. Or are you busy um, looking at your other assets? Um, are they safe? We, we want to rid you of that burden. We, we want you to have the confidence that you have given your money to professionals, professionals who understand that market, professionals who spend that all the time in that particular market, and they I can be able to spot opportunities and good opportunities early, professionals who have the muscle to negotiate. Remember I told you a unitrust fund is a collective investment scheme. Let me give you an example, and you asked me a question, why not go alone and go with us? I'll take, for example, a money market fund. Mm -hmm. You take a money market fund, and I told you the underlying assets are fixed deposits. Yeah. Let us now focus on the fixed deposits. If you walked to your bank and asked them, they told them, I have 100,000 shillings. I would like to fix my 100,000 shillings for this particular time. Mm -hmm. And they give you 6%. You have been banking with your bank for how many years? 10 years, perhaps. Five years. So you have had a relationship with them. Yeah. And they've given you 6%. Then, I walk in as a fund manager to the same bank. We probably have not had business together. I have not been a customer. As a fund manager, I have not been a customer. But I'm coming to tell them, we run a unit trust fund and would like the unit trust fund, this money market fund, to invest 200 million in your bank. And this is just a start. What rate do you think I'm going to get? Of course, a higher rate. Of course, a higher rate. Yeah. So I give them the 200 million. Let's say I get 8%. Alright? You got 2%, I got 8%. But whose money is this? So the 200 million. The investors. It's not the various investors. Yeah. The, this is money that I pulled from that person who brought 500 shillings, mm -hmm. all the way to the person who brought 20 million or even 100 million. Mm -hmm. All that money in that pool is what I went to that bank with. Mm -hmm. 
Now, when I get that 8%, I will come and distribute the 8% to each and every investor based on their investment. The one who put in 500 shillings will get 8% of 500. The one who put in 1 million will get 8% of 1 million. So you see the advantage. We are able to even negotiate for better returns. Number two, this fund is open-ended. You can come in and come out anytime. Had you gone directly, you'll have fixed your money for six months. Six months. Oh, yeah. Meaning that it can't come out. Should you be in trouble, should you need some money quickly, you cannot be able to get it because it's already fixed. Mm-hmm. But when you come back to us, you just give us written instructions and we're able to process your money. Okay. So Within, all these funds, yes. especially from ICA, you can withdraw at any time. At any time. But now there are recommended periods. Yes. Because at the end of the day, we want to recommend you so that you're prepared. We want to recommend to you and tell you, if you're looking to buy into this fund, prepare yourself to with maybe say three years, five years. That does not mean that in two years you can't come back and say, I want my money. Even in six months, you may be lucky that you came in today, six months later, you already seen that uh, the, you know, you've made so much and you are very happy with it. Why not? If you have something you'd want now to buy because you have reached a target that this investment has helped you reach a target that you wanted to reach, just give us instructions. We'll process and we'll pay. Ah, so sir, I noticed something. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, the equity fund again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm gaining a lot of interest in that fund. Yes. So, Kitambo, you have you, you would make a minimum deposit of 150,000, yeah, yeah? yeah? And right now it's down to 500 bucks. Yes. Why did you make that move? Why did you I to mean, open it up to many investors? We realize that when we cut it off at that point, mm-hmm. you have fewer people who would be able to have that money just sitting uh, somewhere. So we kept on looking at the you know um at the market and seeing yes we have this fund it's a fantastic fund but when we call people to come and invest in it we don't have we are locking out people you find that i talk to you and you feel yes that fund it features that is exactly yeah. what i'm looking for oh, but, but now i don't have that, that so now we have come as far as 500 shillings we have even gone you mentioned digitrust we are now operating from a digital platform and digital platform means that you can even invest from your phone. Mm-hmm. We have opened it up to everybody, including a student yeah. who okay. is not earning money. I was heard at that. But gets pocket money. Mm-hmm. They have pocket money to help them um, survive through the term. And in that pocket money, there is an amount of money that they say, I would like to be keeping this money aside. I would like to save it because I'm saving for something specific. Either I'm saving for a new phone, maybe I want a new computer, laptop, maybe I want to make a trip at this point in time, and the other, you know, there are many needs, even for us. Um, yes, so you find that uh, you have a savings plan. Mm-hmm. We're giving you an opportunity to not only save and keep the money aside, but keep the money aside and allow it to grow. So that when you put 500 shillings, when you come back after some time, you don't find 500 shillings. You find five or five. Guess what? That five, five shillings, you didn't have it. The other thing is, if this money was sitting in your wallet, uh-huh. there is a possibility that you would have stumbled upon something very interesting. Very true. Just bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to the money market funds, but mm-hmm. you have already gotten there. Yeah. So, Digitrust. Yes. 
What is Digitrust? Digitrust is our money market fund on a digital platform. Ah. Okay. Previously, so it's been existent before. The money market fund has been there. Okay. But now it's now on a digital platform. And before then, you needed to. Feel a physical form. Oh yeah, come to the office, talk to someone, people mm. and go. All that, yes. And, or even that somebody will come days. to you, come with a form, a whole booklet, and then you start filling with a pen. Yeah. If we send it on to you on email, you need to print it out, fill it Please, in, scan, scan it, and send. You can imagine all that. Yeah. Back in the day, that was normal. Mm-hmm. Even for bank accounts, you wanted to open a bank account, you took yourself there, <laughs> filled a form. You want to, and, and so many other industries eh, yeah. where you're required to go, go take yourself there yeah. and be there physically, feel something, make payments, and your account is set up after a couple of days and uh, maybe a week, sometimes even a month, and then come back. But as we're going on, the world is changing. Yeah. We're in the digital world. So even for us, we are also moving mm-hmm. with yeah. the times. So what we have done, we have come up with a digital platform mm-hmm. to offer the same product. But now we're telling you, you don't have to fill those physical forms. Take your phone. You don't have to come all the way. Mm-hmm. Previously, yes, we had gone even, yeah, back in the day, you needed to come to the office. Then we got um, people who would even come to you. Then from there, we even sent you the form on, on email. Mm-hmm. Then you needed to print it out. But now we have come to another page where you send your link, you open the link, and there's a form to fill. You enter your details, finish the whole process. You can even use mobile money payment, mm-hmm. you can even use um, e commerce uh, payments uh, options, and you finish the transaction. After you're done, your account is up and running, and your money is invested. Yeah. Now, when you want to find out how much, uh, what your account looks like, excuse me. <coughs> you want to find out how um, your investment is doing. Yeah. Still take your phone or your computer, log in, mm-hmm. check, and you'll be able to see. Now, you don't need to wait. There were days, back in the day, I remember, um, we used to send statements via post. So it <laughs> took you to go to the post office and wow. receive your statement. My goodness. Just to know how you investment, and that only happened once in a month. Okay. Then we moved away from that and we said we are going to send statements on email. email. Now we have moved away from that, and now we are saying just open the site, get a get computer. in, use your phone, use your computer, log in, check. You'll be able to see your balances. You'll be able. You can even make certain requests, like withdraw. Okay. With Digitrust, you can. We have even a WhatsApp chat board. Oh wow! Where you can. Just chat with our, um, uh, our WhatsApp uh, guy here called Leo mm-hmm. and just chat with Leo and tell Leo what you want to do. If you want to withdraw, you can tell Leo you want to withdraw. Just chat in on WhatsApp. And right after that, money is going to be sent to your PESA account. Technology. Technology. At the moment, yes, we are doing as the, up to 10,000 shillings, but as, as time goes, mm-hmm. we will keep on. Um, Wait, up to 10,000 shillings? You can withdraw on, um, on the WhatsApp chat board. Oh, okay. But if you want a lot more, just get into the self service portal, make the request, the withdrawal request, okay. put the amount of money uh, and, and submit, and then we will process, and that money is going to be sent directly to your bank. It could be 100,000, it could be 200,000, it could be a million shillings. It will be sent to your bank account. Okay. Then you can receive it from there. So, in this money market funds, I feel like we really talked about equity. So, money market funds, yeah. we're investing in 
fixed deposits. Fi- we buy into fixed deposits, we buy into treasury yeah, bills, yes. we buy into short term bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those interest, let's yeah. just say interest bearing assets. Interest bearing assets. <clears throat> yeah. So now, do you, like you said, for the other fund, you like set up a unit price, right? Yes. So in this one, do you set up a specific percentage like that's constant? Which is, it's not constant all uh-huh. through. Uh-huh. It is the average return from all the assets we've bought. Uh-huh. Say we have bought this number of fixed deposits, we've bought this number of T-bills, we've bought this number of bonds, and each of them is coming with a rate. So we'll take the total fund value and see out of all those things we are bringing, what is the return that is coming in? That return will come in a rate. We'll be able to tell yeah. what rate. Say we have, I'll use figures that are easy to, to, to calculate. Eh? Mm-hmm. Let's say we have a million shillings mm-hmm. in the entire fund. Okay? These monies are monies that have come from different investors. We have taken this and we have gone and bought a fixed deposit for 10%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've bought a T-bill for 8%. We've bought a bond for 12%. We have bought this and the other. So we will add up, we'll calculate how much out of these a million shillings. 200,000 went to the one that bought 12%. Another 200,000 to this. Another 200,000 to this. All of them. Assuming we had to split equally. Mm-hmm. Then we will take and see what is 20% of 200? Yeah. What is 10% of 200? What is 8% of 200? What is the other? Yeah. All right? Then add them up and be able to get a percent. the total return on this 1 million shillings is, let's say, um, what, uh, 80,000. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, if the total return is 80,000, what does that represent? It represents 8% mm-hmm. of the total fund, and we'll be able to tell you. Now, tomorrow, more money comes in. And so we take that money and we go and invest. Yeah. You see now, what we buy also contributes to this. And you find the interest rate is no, no longer 8 but it, it's for 8.01. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow we will have a different. Something else may happen tomorrow. There may be a withdrawal. And when a withdrawal is done, remember this money is not sitting as cash, mm-hmm. just waiting for somebody to come and withdraw. Yeah. This money has been invested in something. Mm-hmm. We may have to sell. Assuming we take the one that was earning 8% and we sell it. So since we have sold for a certain amount of money, that changes. Because you see, then if the money was a million shillings yeah. and we have sold for 100,000, now our total fund is no longer a million, it is 900,000. Yeah. So what we have sold was playing a significant part in arriving at the rate. So that also changes the rate. And you find it could change the rate. I am not saying the withdrawal could make the rate go downwards. It could actually even make it go upwards because maybe when we were selling, we have removed from the lowest earning Asset. Ah, okay. So living a bit higher earning assets, that will may have an, a positive impact. Something else that happened, remember these uh, assets that we've bought, they have a maturity. And that maturity, because we keep buying every so often, assuming today there was a maturity, mm-hmm. it means that when that money matures, let's say we had bought a, a, a fixed deposit and the bank had given us uh, 9%. But that was six months ago. Yeah. Now today, that money has matured. We've received the money plus interest. And we want to reinvest the money, but the rates have improved. Mm-hmm. So we reinvest that money at 10%. 
Now, have you seen the same amount of money that was earned in nine is now going to continue earning at 10. 10. What has it done to the average return? It has improved the average yeah, return okay. and vice versa. It could even be the market has come down and now we are, we are no longer earning uh, 9%. We probably have to uh, concede with 8.5 and that will have an impact. Okay. So since these are activities that happen every day, more money comes in, people withdraw and maturities happen. The rate can never remain constant all through. Okay. Yeah. So when you what? Okay. So at any particular point, yeah. you cannot know how your money has grown. It depends on when you want to withdraw. No, no, no. In money market, uh-huh. we report the rate on a daily basis. Okay. It doesn't vary by big margins. It's not that today is eight percent, tomorrow is fifteen percent, then the following day is three percent. No, yeah. it doesn't move with such. Uh, volatility, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you may find that we are at 8, 8.01, 8.1, 8.2, 8.3. are about eh? 7.99, 7.98. But on average, let's work with 8%. Yeah. Okay? So it may move up and down. And we make this, uh, we do the reconciliation every day and we are able to tell how much, what is the rate for today? What was the rate yesterday? What will the rate be tomorrow? When tomorrow comes, we will be able to tell what will be the rate tomorrow. Today, by four or there about four o'clock, we will have known what rate is it for the fund today. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that is information we are able to even publish. We even publish it in the dailies. Oh, okay. You will be able to see it. Um, the other thing is that come end of month, we will distribute the interest. All that interest that we have been reporting, we'll distribute it to the various investors. And now you will have your statement or your account will be updated with the interest. Oh, we still send in statements on email, mm-hmm. but even for those who are logging in to check, now they will need to check in the new month, in the first week of the new month, they will be able to see, oh, interest for last month has been loaded into my account and now I can be able to see. Oh. Last month I had uh, 100,000, I have an interest of, uh, let's say, 1,000 shillings, for example, and now I have 101 as my balance. Okay, now this now I get it. Now I get why it makes it it makes it safe for the risk averse people in the yeah. mm-hmm. So yeah, guys, this is a worthy investment. You should probably you should actually check it out. Yes. And invest. So another question would be can you transfer from one fund to another? Yes. Now say I I, I had my Equity. Yes. And you want to move to a market now. Yes. Now I'll sell and then come in. It's come fairly in. simple. That's uh-huh. basically the process. Uh-huh. We will sell your units in the equities, equity so fund, and on. use that the proceeds from that. Eh, we use that money to buy into the money market fund. Okay. However, you don't get involved in all that process. All you need to do is give us instructions. Say, I want to sell X amount of units from my equity fund. Maybe it may be a portion, maybe maybe all of it. And I'd like to buy to the money market fund. So you're, you're asking for a switch. So you're switching from equity fund to money market fund. And we'll do exactly that. Within That is done internally and we'll be able to notify you within at least 24 hours. You'll be able to, to, to see uh, the new um, position that you are now holding in the money market fund. Okay. Frequently asked questions. Yeah. Can I invest as an individual or as a group? Anyone who has money, you can come in as an individual, you can come in as your charmer, you can come in as a, a company, you can come in as a business, you can come in as anyone, you know, as long as the money is there 
and you'd like it to grow within the unit trust funds, we would be able to set up an account for you. Another one, probably because of the digital platform, what happens when they change my contacts or my bank account details? Yes, like especially like bank account details, uh-huh. because those are very sensitive details. Yeah. We have a process. You will be required to fill in a uh, change of bank details yeah. and you'll also attach um, a, a proof of that bank account. Oh. It could be a, a copy of a checklist, it could be a copy of a um, bank statement, mm-hmm. it could be a copy of maybe your ATM card or maybe even a letter from the bank confirming that this is your account. Okay, yeah. how do I increase or top up or yeah, top up my savings? Anytime. There's no requirement that you must do it on a monthly basis. Oh, it is you to choose. Okay. If you choose, you want to do it on a monthly basis. You're welcome. You. If you, if you choose, you want to even do it every day. You're welcome. Well, good. Okay. If you want to do it whenever you have extra cash, mm-hmm. nobody will ever call you asking, why haven't we seen money coming through? We will wait until the day you receive, mm-hmm. you have the money, and you want to put it into the investment. Mm-hmm. And once you do it, we will be able to notify you that uh, we have received your funds and we have invested your funds. So you will receive a notification of the same. And then, of course, when you log in and you check your balance, if you're using the uh, digital platform, mm-hmm. you should be able to see that the new monies have been added. Now, the date has been added from the following date start earning. It's not like if you came in in the middle of the month, on the 15th, that you start earning from first of the following month. Mm-hmm. You earn from the 16th. Okay. okay? Now, when you want to do it, use all the options available which include mobile money and PESA. You can do bank transfers, you can do online or internet banking, you can take cash and go directly to a bank account um, and deposit money and then share the deposit slip. All those platforms, you can even write a personal check. You can even buy a banker's check and, and give it to us and then we give you. So long as you have received funds from you, yes, well, the only thing that we don't do is cash. Uh, um, you, you can't walk in here into the office and you can carry in 50,000 in cash mm-hmm. and say you want to pay. Okay. You don't have a cash office that will receive the cash. We yeah. would want you to use the other. Uh, Are there charges for withdrawals? No. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you want to withdraw, just give us instructions and we send you the money that you have requested for. If you have requested for, let's say, you know, most of the withdrawals that we get, eh, we rarely get a withdrawal of someone saying, I'm withdrawing everything. Most people, being an investment, you, when you're withdrawing, it's very clear to you how much money you want. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have 100,000 shillings. You've already accumulated 100,000 shillings yeah. or a million shillings or whatever amount, eh? and you only need 20,000. You will send us instructions to withdraw 20,000. And that 20,000 is what we're going to send to you. When you receive your statement, there is no way you're going to see that there was a charge for that 20,000 or whatever. There's no charge. Okay. Do all the other funds have a digital platform? At the moment, we are running with a money market fund because also Digitrust is fairly new. Mm -hmm. But we are hoping that in the next couple of uh, weeks or months, we should be able to incorporate all the other funds into the the Digitrust uh, platform. Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't stop you from still going ahead to open um, an equity fund or a pro fund. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think this will be my last question. Mm -hmm. What 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 how do you decide the perfect money market fund i mean why why ICA? why not any other there are various things that an investor looks at when they're making a decision into investing from one partner you know you, when you when you're investing in um unit trust fund and i'll give you an example this is not like buying bread you know buy you go to a kiosk and you buy bread if it is super loaf or it is uh, whichever other loaf that you you like eh, um you take it home you eat it and you're happy 
right? Yeah. Tomorrow you go to the same shop and you find the super office not there. Chances are you're going to buy the other one, right? Because yeah. for you, all you need is a is, is a piece. Right. It's just bread. Yeah? But when it comes to an investment, an investment is a journey, and this journey starts today and can be can continue for a very long time. So what you're looking for is a partner. So when you're making a decision on which partner to pick, that person you're gonna work with through this journey, you don't only look at returns. That is not the only thing. There's a lot of things that you may want to put on the table. Like, of course, return is, is key, yeah. but then you also want to look at how are you going to operate this account with them? How easy or hard is it to do this account? And I've told you, we have even come to the age where there is, you can do this on a digital platform. Yeah. So we have made it fairly easy for everybody to be able to come in. The other thing is that I've also told you, you can make withdrawals at any time. Maybe another partner would require that you make certain withdrawals at certain periods. Eh? For us, we are saying when you need the money, just send us instructions. We are also telling you, we are not charging you. Those are some of the things that you may want to consider. Another thing that you may want to consider is how long have we been doing this? How experienced are we? Can you sleep at night knowing that your money is safe with this one and not the other? Yeah. We have been in our history dates as far back as 1895. Wow. wow. When it comes to unit trust funds, that is from the from the group company. Mm-hmm. When you when it comes to unit trust funds, we've been doing unit trust funds since um, 2007. Yeah. I see Lion Asset Management Company started can date as far back as 1984. Mm-hmm. And Really, when we come, when how we rank in the market in terms of experience, we're probably one of the most experienced, um, top three most experienced fund managers in the country at the moment. How solid is our company? Of course, I see a lion. <laughs> Anyone who knows I see a lion, you know, go ask your grandfather, they'll tell you they know I see a lion. And it has been there and it has been a strong company yeah. for many, many years. And it's still, and we're still growing, and we're still very solid, right. and and so that also puts a lot of confidence. Then something else I'll tell you that is very dear to us: our clients are very important to us, mm-hmm. and we keep our promise. We are very careful when it comes to risk. Risk assessment is something very important to us. We must balance return and risks. We don't just jump in and say, "Oh, this is not our money." which is the client's money. Mm-hmm. They want a high return. We will just buy whatever. No, we don't do that. We have to also be very, very careful when we say, this is not just business. This is a relationship. Yeah. And it being a relationship, you must do everything to keep that relationship going for many years. So, I would rather not give you the highest return, but keep your money safe. safe. Because at the end of the day, like you said, what will give you sleepless nights? It's it's not being sure whether your money is still there or it has vanished. Mm -hmm. So if we can be able to be the kind of company that allows you to sleep at night, allows you as soon as you get some cash, you're not worried whether you want to use it next month. You see, before next month arrives and I have that thing I want to do, let me put it with ICLIM. Because I know those days it will earn something. And I will not have drama 
I will not go to them and then we have drama. I want to withdraw and then they are telling me, by the way, we need to have a talk. Sure. Yeah. Well, so I was talking to someone and they were telling me, yeah, I can't bank, I can't put my money in such investments. Until the last time I invested, to do where they they didn't give me my money when I wanted to. And yes. Those are some of the things that. Those are some of the things that have would really even today yeah. differentiate one company from the other. True. Um, I will not say that such dramas are not there within the industry. Perhaps they are there. They are there. Indeed, they're there, but I can tell you with ICA Lion, and I'm not just saying, give us a shot. Okay. See for yourself. After all that, why would you not spare that 500 and invest in guys? I mean, it's been, I have really gained a lot of information. I feel like I am so wise. I, I don't know, you people who listen to this podcast, I hope you have learned a thing or two. So I don't know, do you have any parting shots? Um, for me, is. There is always room to make money. There's always room to grow. Uh-huh. And we, what we have done as a company, we have given everybody that opportunity. There is no reason, and like you said, there's absolutely no reason why somebody should not be able to put money aside. I'll tell you something about investment. You may look at 500 shillings and feel like 500 shillings is too little. Even when you do the math and you see how much it will earn you, you, you may think, okay, well, why bother? Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you one thing. Besides the return, there's something else you gain. You gain, you develop a culture of saving. Yes. You develop a culture of, or you start a journey to be financially independent. Sure. Put that 500 shillings. Get another 500 shillings. Put it. Even 200 shillings, send it. Before you know it, it's not the 500 shillings you started with. Yeah. That 500 shillings you may have looked at and felt like it's not a lot of money and it will not make sense to invest in it. Soon, it's not going to be 500. It's probably going to be 5,000. It's probably going to be 50,000. It's probably going to be 5 million. I have seen, and, and, and like I told you, for the years that I've, I've, I've sat here, mm-hmm. or I have been doing this business, I have seen somebody come in and put in 10,000 shillings, even 5,000 shillings. Two years down the line, a year down the line, they are in the millions. And how did that happen? They just realized that they are earning money, they're putting it aside, they're letting it grow, and I'm not telling you that you're going to earn from 10,000 mm-hmm. and all the way to <laughs> 2 million shillings in just 2 years. No, it's not. By virtue of just keeping I'm, I'm not promising you that, yeah. but what I'm telling you is that you will have developed a culture of saving, you will have opened your mind to many investment options, mm-hmm. and you probably realize that every time you put aside some cash, and you take that cash, and you... Um, you, you perhaps you, because it allows you to withdraw at any point mm-hmm. you can remove that money take advantage of another investment opportunity invest in it get your returns come back now let's say you had invested to 100,000 you've removed the 100,000 you've gone and done some little business here and there or um, uh, taken advantage of another investment option then you have gotten returns now it's 120 you're coming back with 120 you keep on growing it like that as you keep on adding money as often as you as you can and before you know it you're no longer 500 shillings worth. You're in the millions. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I think oh, it's about time I should also start figuring how I'm going yes, to... Yes, so I'll, I'll push the link <laughs> to you. And then, fairly easy, give it a shot. Yeah. See how it starts. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate you taking your time to sit down with me. And send in your questions. I hope you will be available to yes. answer our questions. Yes. So yeah, until next time, bye. Bye.